a bee sting to the penis can permanently enlarge it, a new study shows. And scientists are potty training cows to help save the planet. And anti-vaxxers fail to shut down London by pressing every pedestrian crossing button at the same time. These are the weird stories for Tuesday on Weird AF News. Beep, 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 beep. Remember the old school news sound? Beep, 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 Justin, Weird AF News is going live from a closet. Good news, fellas. If you got a small wang... A new study shows a bee sting can permanently enlarge it. This is good news, guys. Get on out there and dry hump a bee's nest. But don't trespass doing it. Make sure it's in, on public property or in a national park. <laughs> it says here, a sting from a bee apparently on your manhood actually has the potential to enlarge it permanently. I find this hard to believe. But this is according to a new study by researchers. You guys know they're... These researchers and scientists are just, they're spending loads of money getting very important information to the public, <laughs> stuff that we need, like what kind of music a shark enjoys. In this instance, though, it's pretty helpful. I mean, some fellas out there, they suffer from, you know, a tiny little wee-wee, and this is good news here. It says, this should clearly be some sort of good news to you if you're looking forward to enlarging your manhood organically. Hey, organically, that's right, I didn't even think of that. These bees are free range. It's, it's completely organic. <laughs> Gluten-free penis enlargements, guys. That's what we want. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, the operations are expensive, right? I think they have operations for such things. You can enlarge just about anything these days. Butt implants. You can, like, make your legs longer, I heard, as well. Make yourself taller. They put, like, extra bone in there or something. Apparently, they can put an extra bone in your bone. But now... You just go go out there and get stung by a bee. This is free. Guys, this is, this is free. According to the recent study, this method was used by the royals of ancient Egypt to permanently enlarge their manhoods. No way. Hey, if the Egyptians did it, I believe it. You saw that pyramid. What the hell? They really know how to erect stuff. Hey, get it? Oh, I'll be here all day in a closet. The Egyptologist who discovered this method from old Egyptian scripts made curious scientists want to know, how is that possible? Well, a small study was conducted on nine volunteers. <laughs> All they could find was nine. Hey, anybody want to let some bees sting your penis? Nah. How much are you paying? Just 20 bucks for the study, guys. No, nah, I don't think so. Uh, so the small study was conducted on the nine volunteers of different ethnicities. There was three Asians. Oh, the poor Asians with their small wee-wees, of course. Three Africans and three Europeans. Wow, they really divvied it up pretty evenly. Uh, one of the scientists named John is the leader of the bee sting to the penis research. He said he's still shocked by these results. He's quoted as saying, the Asian guys can't handle their new mandingle. It's awesome. As soon as the pain is gone, you can go back to business. <laughs> Come on, really? <laughs> the Asian guys can't handle their new mandingle. <laughs> well, I'm sure they're enjoying it, okay? John says his volunteers are pretty much happy overall. He said, only one African volunteer is having a hard time because his girl is now scared of his much bigger manhood. Is this real, this story? This can't be real. He says, the growth size varies person by person, but believe me, some of the guys doubled up in length and girth. No way. I mean, well, maybe, is it just temporarily with the bee sting or is this permanent? Because if a bee stings you in that area, it does get swollen. Now, are you saying that this, and then is permanent, everlasting, extra girth, and width and length and 
You're just swollen forever and ever? Yay for your lady? The team said they are now working on whether they can extract whatever substance that causes this permanent reaction from bees so it can be sold over the counter. And that is the end of the article. And, like, I have no idea if this is real, if this is a real story. It seems very cockamamie. Let me do a further research here. Hold on. Oh, fellas, ladies, everyone who identifies as a fellow or a lady or whatever the hell you identify with, I have some bad news. Uh, This article was actually covered by Snopes at one point. Apparently, it's just satire. And, but it, it was entertaining, man. Just the idea of it, it really had me thinking. Uh, I was ready to go out there and follow the sound of heavy buzzing. <laughs> Scientists are potty training cows in a bid to help save the planet. If you can potty train a child, you can potty train a cow. At least... That was a theory that a group of researchers in Germany decided to test out. They're trying to find a solution to the environmental damage caused by livestock waste. Here's a quote from Jan, who's a co-author of the study. Yes, it usually assumes that the cattle are not capable of controlling the defecation or the urination. Now, farmed cattle produce roughly 66 to 88 pounds of feces and 8 gallons of urine each day. Each day, just one cow, 88 pounds of crapola. How? That is so much. I would have guessed 15. 15 pounds is a lot. Over 80 pounds of feces, eight gallons a year. That is so much. Oh, my goodness. I had no idea how many cows are out there. Oh, man, this is alarming. I had no idea. Wow. See, you learn stuff on Weird AF News. Even I do. Oh, man, that is so much crap and pee. This is... I'm surprised we're not up to our ears in cow crap right now. Where does it all go? (laughs) Oh, man. Just where does all the waste go? It says here the spread of their waste into the soil can have very negative effects on the environment. Now, agriculture is the largest source of global ammonia emissions. Livestock farming makes up more than half of that contribution. The researchers noted that In Europe, 90% of ammonia emissions come from agriculture. I guess ammonia is a bad thing. says the ammonia produced from cow waste doesn't directly contribute to climate change, but when mixed with the soil, oh, it's converted into nitrous oxide, which is a greenhouse gas. And it also contaminates the soil and contaminates local waterways. So the research team in Germany asked the question, why shouldn't cattle be able to learn how to use a toilet? Animals are quite clever. They can learn a lot. They can learn so much. The cows are smart. Team of scientists from the uh, from Germany and the University of Auckland in New Zealand began to potty train the calves in a process they called Mulu training. So here's how it works. In the first phase of the training, the cattle were put in a closed latrine, and whenever they urinated, they were given a reward of some crushed barley. Ooh, cows love the crushed barley. Yummy, yummy. Once they were allowed outside, the calves would go to the toilet and get their reward, but they soon learned there's only a reward if they urinate. Okay. To encourage the calves to use the toilets, researchers also came up with a deterrent. They put headphones on the cows, and uh, they played a very nasty sound when the cows peed in the wrong spot, which was outside of the latrine, (laughs) to punish the animals. (laughs) Oh, well, boy. Apparently apparently it worked. The calves were trained for 45 minutes every other day. After 10 days, they trained 11 out of the 16 calves. Ah, It's pretty successful. Cows are smart, though. Uh, 
I can do this stuff. I once witnessed a cat use the toilet. How cool is that? I'm saying it pooped in the toilet and then flushed. Hello? Cat. Smart cat. I asked my friend, how the hell did you do that? I thought it was magic. But no, it's not magic. You can buy a potty training kit for cats. And showed me it was available on Amazon. There was a video I watched on Step by Step, how you get the cat to do it. It was fascinating. Yeah, you can actually do this. To your, anyone can do it for the cat. Just buy the kit. Train the cat. It was amazing. I was blown away by it. And I suppose training these cows is uh, very fruitful for all of us involved because, uh, well, I don't know about you, but I really like the environment. I do not like greenhouse gases. I'm like thumbs down on them. Boo on the greenhouse gases. Boo. Moo on the cows using the porta potty. Yay! Anti-vaxxers fail to shut down London by pressing all the pedestrian crossing buttons. A group of anti-vaccine protesters gathered in London in what they say was a gathering against tyranny, genocide, vaccine passports, and injecting children. The group asked all participants to push the traffic light buttons at the same time in an attempt to, quote, bring London to a standstill. This is a fascinating plan. Uh, I wonder if it worked. Let's get into it. The group encouraged anti-vaxxers to congregate between 7 and 10 a.m. to gridlock the traffic. I would imagine this would work, right? Pressing all the, the walk buttons at the same time, and then all the cars and buses and everything comes to a standstill. They have a Facebook group for these... Uh, anti-vaxxer gatherers. Here's a post on there. It says, We aim to bring London to a total standstill and remind this government that nothing moves or, n- or happens in our blessed country unless the people agree to it. If we all commit to this project, London will be gridlocked, I say. And if needs be, we will do it every day nationwide until they remember their place. Now hand me my sword. Where is my steed? I'm going to ride around London today. Let them know we mean business. Yeah! <laughs> However, most pedestrian crossings in London, unfortunately, are automated, meaning these buttons have no impact on when traffic stops. <laughs> oh, no. Their plan was totally foiled because they didn't even Google. They didn't Google it. All you had to do was Google and find out. That pedestrian crossings are automated in London. (laughs) Well, I'm not surprised. Anti-vaxxers are not very good at Googling. Clearly, it says here, only at night the traffic light button is active uh, in London. (laughs) That's so funny. How many people took part? It says it's unclear how many people took part in this gridlock attempt. However, the Facebook group has 3,600 members. But traffic in London was actually unaffected on Monday. Uh, Big fail. Well, back to the old drawing board for the anti-vaxxers. It's tough to motivate people to do anything. You gotta, you gotta do what the pro-vaxxers did. There are places where they're giving free weed if you get vaccinated. So this is what you need, anti-vaxxers. If you give people free weed to not get vaccinated, I'm sure they'll consider it. I would. Hi, guys. This is your host, Jonesy. Yes, 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 yes. Thanks for joining me. I'm so glad you could fit me into your very busy schedule. (laughs) Um, I hope you got some nice comic relief from these weird stories after you listened to mainstream news and it made you want to slit your throat. 
Sad news today. Big time comedian legend Norm Macdonald passing away. I'm very sad. Um, Norm Macdonald was such an enjoyable comic, comedian, comedy writer, performer, actor even. You name it. He brought me so much joy. Um, I just loved it. Norm Macdonald. Always have. Unbelievable. One, one of a kind. Truly. Man. So such a sad day in the world of comedy to lose somebody who's just such a legend. Um, too young, too. 61 years old. Not okay. Not okay. I never had the um, opportunity to meet Norm, unfortunately. Although he, uh, later in his years here, he he was out and about doing stand-up comedy, sometimes in the Hollywood area. I just never was fortunate enough to run into him. Um, but yeah, very sad. Uh, but I'm glad you're here, guys, with me. Uh, we can get through anything together, as you know. Uh, even a, a news story that isn't real. <laughs> so I apologize for that. Yeah, you know, every year one or two slips through the cracks. At that point, I had already covered it, and I thought it was kind of entertaining and funny. I'm like, I'm going to leave this. I'm going to just leave it out there for you guys. Hey, what's more important, being entertained or being truthful? I don't even know at this point. Just uh, two of the three stories were truthful. Yeah. <laughs> they were all entertaining, I hope, at least. So don't go out there, guys. Disclaimer, don't go out there and let bees sting your wang, Okay. Because it's just not going to work. Right? Just, uh, just putting that out there. All right. I don't want to be responsible for your behavior. Okay. So please keep it in your pants when you're around the bees. Uh, if you guys would like to support my show, I know you want to. Check, check out the Patreon, guys. Patreon.com/slash/weirdafnews. This is called a call to action, where I ask my listeners to join the Patreon. This is what I want you guys to do. Uh, throw Jonesy a couple bucks. Not that much. You feel really good about it. Trust me. Trust me, you feel really good. You're doing the world a good place. You're doing the world a good place. That makes no sense. Clearly, I'm uneducated. and uh, But I'm grateful for all you guys. Thanks so much for listening nonetheless. Uh, and uh, please uh, listen tomorrow because I'll have some more weird stories. And uh, I'll make sure they're all true. <laughs>